Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, friends. Doug Addison, welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. It is May 6, 2020, and God is moving right now in the world. And even though we are under a storm, God is above all of this, and he has not forgotten you. So I have a prophetic word for this month that you need to have faith and still be safe. And I want to unpack some things for you on this about what's going to happen in the month of May and beyond. It's time to be hopeful. So let's open now in prayer. Lord, we want to release the power from heaven over this sickness, over COVID-19, over the people who have gone on to heaven or have lost their lives. We pray for the family members who remain, those who are in pain right now, and people who've lost their jobs, who are suffering. We pray for the first responders, those in the medical industry. Strengthen them right now, Lord. We ask now that you would release global provision in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to give uh, some practical prophetic instructions and some good news. Things are shifting this month, and the Lord is moving powerfully on your behalf, and there's help coming. Now, an update. Last month's prophetic word, if you didn't catch it, it was uh, on my Spirit Connection podcast, episode 122. The word was coming out of the valley of trouble, Hosea 2.15. This has been where we've been through the month of April. If you read Hosea 2.15, I will give her back her vineyards and make the valley of Achor, or trouble, a door of hope. This is happening right now, April. We've walked through the valley of trouble. You know, we're transitioning now the next couple of weeks in May. You're going to see something happen and there's still some transition. And I, granted, this is a global word that I'm giving. It's a global attack. It might be different in your community, some more, some less. So you need to pray into this. But May is now opening that door of hope. And God is bringing something new. I've got a new prophetic word for this month. God is releasing new hope from heaven. So watch as he brings clarity. He's going to strengthen you and increase things around you. Malachi 3.17 is one thing I heard God say. On the day that I act, declares the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession and I will spare them. This is the word of the Lord. And I want you to write down Malachi 3.17 is that he will spare you. You can begin to pray and decree this verse. During the time of Passover and Easter, there was so much activity in heaven. I've never seen the courts of heaven this busy in a very long time. Satan's plans to keep people from meeting together backfired. That's what his plan was. And again, I want to be clear, COVID-19 is not from the Lord. It's not judgment. It's a plan of Satan to get people to not meet together, to try to stop the revival that the Lord wants to bring and the refreshment. It's actually several moves of God 
that's coming that the enemy wants to stop. But it backfired in case you didn't see this. Episode 124 of Spirit Connection gave a full rundown of the major victory we had at Easter. On Easter Sunday morning, just really quick, just to recap it for you, Satan lost his stronghold on the internet. And I'll go into a little bit more on that in just a minute on how to operate in it. Having faith and still being safe is the word for this month. So last month we walked through the Valley of Trouble. May, we're entering the door of hope. And now this month, the word for May is you'll need to have faith and still be safe. But as you do it, we're going to transition into a new season. Now, the Lord showed me Acts 28, verses 3 and 5. This is the Apostle Paul. He takes up a pile of of sticks and brush. In fact, I'm just going to read it in verse 3. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and he put it on the fire and then it drove a viper out by the heat and fastened itself to his hand. But Paul shook the snake off and suffered no ill effects. I tell you, you ought to, you ought to find a powerful verse for right now. This is it because we want to be safe and sensitive to people around us who might be at risk of COVID-19, the elderly, people with compromised immune systems. But at the same time, we need to now ask the Lord for the anointing to shake this thing off. And if you go back to my prophetic words I released in March over this, the Lord showed me that the coronavirus is a global three-chord attack. The three chords are sometimes harder to break, but we're breaking this thing. It's Isaiah 14, 29, three demonic snakes. It's a snake of deception. It's a viper and also a venomous serpent. These are demonic forces. Again, you'd probably... You need to go back and, and listen to some of my podcasts in the month of April if you want to find out more about that. And we need to pray for the anointing to break off the yoke of sickness, the fear and death that's tried to come upon us and tried to cut things down. And we need to do now what Paul did. We're going to ask the Lord, give us that power to shake off the snake, shake off this attack with no ill effects. Lord, we pray for the healing power of COVID-19. We pray for the release of this supernatural ability. And just like when Paul put the sticks on the fire, it stoked up the fire of the Holy Spirit and drives out things. And so we want to drive out anything that's trying to come against us right now. We pray now, Lord, for the supernatural healing and also medical healing that are in process. We pray that they would come without delay in Jesus name. Amen. Well, there's waves of healing. Now there's three waves that the Lord showed me with this attack. The Lord is doing a counter attack and he's going to use this first wave is to remove strongholds. These are things that are contrary to God's word. These are belief systems and things that, you know, unloving spirits and things like that are operating. Those are strongholds. So The three waves, the first wave was to remove strongholds. The second wave in this is a wave of healing. And watch for the Lord to now start to release this. I heard him specifically say, Jeremiah 33, 6. Nevertheless, I will bring healing and health to it, and I will heal my people and let them enjoy abundant peace 
and security. That's the promise of the Lord. This is coming to us. And the Lord said, I'm restoring the nations and bringing healing to my people. And there will be peace once again after I purge these strongholds that are standing against revival and any type of behavior or belief systems that stop people from doing two things is what the Lord showed me. First one is the greatest commandment. The greatest commandment, Jesus said, was love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. So if we have people who aren't loving, Christians who aren't loving other people, and so that can be a stronghold when you have that. And the second The first one was the greatest command. The second was the Great Commission. Go into all the world and and preach the gospel. And you don't have to stand in a street corner to do that. But when we let go of outreach and when we let go of those things, it becomes a stronghold. And that's why God is now touching on these things to get that stuff out to where we're back to our mission statement, which would be the greatest commandment of love. And the second is to is to uh, share the gospel with people in such a way that they could receive it without judgment. Those are some of the strongholds that we have going. So I'm going to give some practical tips at the end of the podcast about how to do this. But first of all, did you hear the great news that the stronghold of Satan on the Internet went down on Easter And what was intended for evil, Genesis 50, 20, what was intended for evil with the storm against us to get us to stop meeting together, the Lord used it for good. And I had an encounter on Easter Sunday morning, and it'll go down in history. I tell you, this is a time right now. Satan lost his dominion on the internet or his stronghold, his rule, and his plan to keep churches from meeting backfired because suddenly the entire internet is filled with worship and praise and the word of God, and it outweighed the um, things that that was being done, you know, bad, you know, the streaming of bad things and pornography and things like that on Easter Sunday morning that outweighed. And so also a stronghold that the Lord has been trying to remove is trying to get Christians to not be afraid of the internet. My goodness, the new move of God is on the internet, but if you can't take it, if you're afraid to go there and, Now that we were forced to go, the tipping point brought the positive change. But we need to maintain this. We need to stay in there and press in with it. I saw the books being balanced in heaven as well. Malachi 3.16, a scroll of remembrance was written in the presence concerning those who had feared the Lord and revered his name. I had this encounter in the courts of heaven April 21st. And I saw the scrolls of remembrance being opened right now with people who've been robbed of blessing, who've been going through difficult times, people who've suffered. And the Lord said, I have a scroll of remembrance written in heaven with plans to repay you for the suffering and losses that have been coming against my people. And I'm going to release a wave of healing power and an outpour of my Holy Spirit against the spirit of sickness, death, and also against our entire economy and systems. So here's a recap. Three waves. One, these are the Lord dealing with it. The one is deal with the strongholds, which we are in wave one right now. Wave two is healing to come. And wave three, 
would be revival, which will come later on. But there will be a repayment during this time. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to be able to be safe and still have faith or be in faith and still be safe. However you want to say it, we want to be safe and honor the laws of social distancing right now, wear masks, resist the urge to hug. We need to continue to keep the ground that we took online and continue to stream services and do things on the internet because we can't let the internet be given back over to the things of darkness. Now, I've got some ideas for churches to reopen some meetings. And again, I'm not giving any kind of legal advice here. You need to consult with your local authorities. But I just wanted to release this because I felt like we just need hope for what's going to happen. Need to take some steps to have faith and still be safe. So you can consider this. Doing a drive-in or a parking lot meeting and stay in your cars. Again, resist the urge to lay hands on people for healing. You don't have to do it biblically. Matthew 8, 5-13, Jesus actually just says the word and someone was healed. So we ask the Lord for this hands-free anointing right now to just say the word, be healed in Jesus' name. Once we're able to, restarting church meetings, uh, we need some ideas to do this. And I'm going to share a couple of them right now that uh, might help. Ideas to step into this slowly. And um, this is, again, not professional advice. You'll need to consult with your local authorities. And it's not my idea. I heard this on a prayer briefing, actually, on a telephone prayer briefing for faith leaders. I don't even remember the name of the bishop who shared it, but... I'm just going to recap what I heard, and it was an idea of someone who was going to reopen a church, and they were going to base it on being safe, base it on your building size, still keeping the six-foot distance, still washing of hands and wearing masks, whatever, you know, is the, uh, that's the standards that we're looking at here. But the idea is actually to restart at a 15% level. This is one This was just a suggestion that some people were considering doing. If your building holds 100 people, it's not how many people you have in your church, but if it seats 100 people, then that would be 15 people could come in safely. You need to look at your building, take a look, how to seat, you know, families of the same household could seat seat together. Otherwise, you'd need a six-foot distance. And again, you know, you'd want to wear masks and do the things that we've been talking about with social distancing. But if you do this, if you do just this one idea of the 15% rule, let's say that your building seats 100 safely, then 15 people could come in together. You could actually add a couple more services if you'd like. Let's say that you did three services or more of the 15 people and you have 100 people in your church. You could actually have nearly 50% of your church re-meeting again very quickly. And again, it's just an idea, caution about starting too fast, but we need to pray about how to, you know, a restart plan right now. So Lord, I pray, I ask now that you would give us the divine understanding, the wisdom to have faith and still be safe, not to move too quickly. But we pray for that power to come from heaven. I I haven't really seen it happen yet, but you did show me, Lord, that there would be coming Starting in May, I saw cities of refuge raising up. I saw safe places to go, people to receive the healing anointing. 
And I know that there's a revival coming or why else would the enemy be hitting globally like this? So we want to ask, Lord, you give us the plan on how we can influence the world through the Internet and we can restart our country. We can restart our economy. We can restart our churches and our houses of faith. And and we want to pray now for that divine plan. We ask, Lord, that you would increase things, but at the same time, we'd be safe. We ask now as well for this anointing that's here, that I ask for this word where there are strongholds that we need to remove, the ungodly belief systems would be removed in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, for the healing power that you've shown me so many times. I pray that it would come right now. I pray for encouragement in those who have been suffering. Pray for those out of work right now. I pray that the Joseph people anointing would rise up. That's the other thing I saw is that these Joseph people who have a call like Genesis 41 where Joseph, here's the Lord. He gets a word from the Lord and he's able to release a strategy that helped during a huge downturn. We pray for that anointing. We pray for those who are called to rise up right now and help those in need. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, oh boy, the presence of power just increased. And I want to ask, I'm just going to hold, wow, they're powerful. There it comes again. There's another wave of of uh, God's anointing. Also, angels are being released right now, administering angels, in case uh, you didn't realize that. But I pray that would continue to happen. Ooh, all right. Well, DougAddison.com. I forgot to say at the beginning, you could actually enter into your questions. And we're taking, usually this is the first Wednesday of every month, we take live questions. And you could enter questions. Go to my website, follow me on Facebook, The Doug Addison, Instagram and Twitter, Doug T. Addison. The Daily Prophetic Words, I don't know if you caught them yet, hashtag Daily Prophetic you can get them delivered to your email box by going to my website, clicking on Daily Prophetic Word as well. All right, this is going to be exciting. I'm going to be doing a very powerful training. I want you to sign up for it. In fact, we are doing it in the month of May, and it's called Influencing the World Masterclass, How to Work and Minister Online. And it's going to be released on Monday, May 11th. And um, uh, you don't have to be there live. I'm pre-taping everything, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to not only just receive the, the sessions, it's three sessions on how to do this, how to work online, how to minister online, how to shift that spiritual atmosphere over the internet and some ideas and how I do things here at Inlight Connection. We've been an online-based ministry for a number of years. We've been going for 18 years, but been doing live streams for the last 12. And so I've got some insight into this. Now, check it out, dougaddison.com forward slash influence, influencing the world. It's normally $97, but because of the COVID-19 happening right now, people losing their jobs want you to be able to take this $27 and uh, again, you don't have to be there live and will also allow you to have access to not just the videos, but for the life of the website, you can go in and uh, you'll have access to doing any questions with my Inlight Connection coaches uh, who will help you along in the process of this. Got some ideas that's really going to change things. Also, I got a new workshop coming May 23rd and it's called Strategies 
from heaven, how to prosper in any season. Strategies from heaven, how to prosper in any season. And this one's going to be Saturday, May 23rd, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And it's $37. We've given the last two months, we've done these These are our one of our main sources of revenue at Inlight, but we've been trusting the Lord. We did two of them for free on the spirit of fear and also how to revive and thrive and in difficult times. So this month, we're back to our regular schedule. And uh, this one's on the Joseph people anointing. And it's strategies from heaven, how to prosper in any season. Just go to DougAddison.com forward slash prosper. But this is not a prosperity message like you might think. This is practical stuff on how to shift the spiritual atmosphere over your finances, how to open up things where it will flow for you. And I'm excited about that one. Hope you can sign up. All right, here we go. Helping uh, people deal with here's some questions. Actually, you can enter in your questions, but some questions that have come in. And the first one is about helping others to deal with fear. And this is from Jennifer is how can I be empathetic? Because I've been talking about empathetic listening with people. How can I be empathetic without agreeing with fear? Because people are in the spirit of fear right now. We need to break off fear. And I've been talking about being, uh, be careful. And you know, you, you want to just be careful and be sensitive to where people are. So being empathetic, empathetic listening allows you to enter into the person's realm, you know, in a, like you come out and you meet on a bridge and you don't have to agree with their fear. In fact, you want to shift the atmosphere over the fear. If you feel fear yourself, that's a sign here. You need to deal with the spirit of fear in your own life. So I would encourage you to uh, ask the Lord to bring healing. That must be the stronghold. Remember that he's dealing with strongholds right now. So you'll want to do some empathetic listening with people, but at the same time, get healed of your own fear. Now I'm going to deal with another question about fear. This is from Summer. And she asked, how can we help those who are overwhelmed, those who are working in the medical field and those in the frontline areas right now? I tell you, I can't even imagine being in that job. You know, it's hard enough being in the, in the support system of, you know, spiritually, you know, in this, I go into heaven, I pray every day for people. I have a prayer assignment and even just watching the news. I can't even imagine being in the areas like New York and the places of the epicenter. But here's how you help people as you pray for them. You pray and support them in any way you can. If you live locally in those areas, ask the Lord to show you if there's something that you can do that's beyond prayer. Now, some people kind of scoff at prayer. I don't want your prayers, you know. I've heard people say that when we say we're going to pray for you, they have a spirit of anger or they're hurt. But prayer is powerful, the most powerful thing that you could possibly have happen to you. So we want to release the prayers over those who are suffering, and especially those in the first responders in the medical field right now, those who are exhausted. Lord, I break that spirit of discouragement. I break the spirit of fear. I break the spirit of even uh, we've seen suicides. In Jesus' name, we want to break that off, and we want to bless those who bless us. I bless those who put their lives on the line to serve us in grocery stores and in restaurants and who put their lives on the line to serve us in the 
ERs and medical field. Lord, we bless these people. We ask that you would strengthen them right now. Here's another one. This one's from Stacy. The news that we're getting through the media and government is very scary. How do you manage being informed with staying in faith? I do it every day. I tell you, amen, Stacy. I agree with you. Is You know, I watch the uh, nightly news. I'm connected in the news. I have the news app, so I know how to pray. You know, I get updates. I know how to pray and save time. I always say to my wife, wow, I wish we had some positive stuff going on right now. And so at the end or during news, I pray over every single news. I try to pray over the news. I break off the spirit of fear. I break off the spirit of death. And the way to do that is just rise above it. Don't allow it. You can rise above and shift that spiritual atmosphere over it and then step into when you go to watch the news, pray over yourself, especially if you're sensitive, especially if you've had trouble in the past, you know, with fear and things like that. You do want to break off this spirit of fear and death. That's a fear of death and fear and death and panic and all the stuff that's going on. The Lord is still in charge. He has not forgotten us. And so, Lord, we pray for the breaking off of these things as well. Here's another question from William. And this is about the church's role and how do we respond? How do you see the church rising up in this moment that we're in right now? Good question, William. And I believe the first and foremost is that we rise up. Of course, you know, I'm going to say this. We rise up in prayer. We rise up and support any way we can. And also that we want to rise up right now online. And the Lord has been wanting us to be online. I've been giving words for a while now, get online or get left behind, you know, and I've been encouraging people uh, to develop the strategies of finances. I've been saying it's January, February, March, even this year to get the finances from heaven so that we are not taken back. I'm not talking about this to get rich. I've been talking about to be prepared for such a time as this. And the church right now needs to, number one, we took ground by taking the internet with prayer and praise. So the role of the church right now is to not back down when things go back to semi-normal, which they will. This is not going to last forever. And uh, I cancel anything, uh, any words about this and reoccurrences. And there's an anointing coming from heaven for healing. So the church's responsibility is to stay in there, keep on the internet. And uh, the church's responsibility, I believe, is to stay in faith and still be safe, the word for this month. And I believe that God has called us to do both. And you don't want to step out too soon. And as a prophet, I've been very careful. I don't want people just to think that I'm saying it's okay right now. There's, I'm a city of refuge. Doug Addison released the word you know, a month ago or two months ago about the city of refuge. That's me. I'm going to go out and violate everything. I, you know, I'm very careful of this and telling people, you know, we need to move forward with faith. But at the same time, we can pray right now and pray, God, would you cause things to come together? What was intended for evil, that you cause everything come together for good right now. And what was intended for evil, would now be used for good in Jesus' name. All right. Well, here's one. The last question this is talking about the door of hope. Hosea 2.15 word I released. I don't understand metaphors very well. 
What does it actually mean to have a door of hope? Well, that's really good because it's different for each person. Now, because it's a global word, the door is an opportunity. It could be, you know, a change of mindset. It could be a spiritual shift. It is hope. I mean, don't focus on the word door, focus on the word hope. I mean, you know what that means. The Lord wants to release the opening of hope to us. The Hosea 2.15 door of hope is now open and you can step into it. Well, it's been a great time together. And uh, next week I'm going to be talking more about you know, how we can develop more safe practices at the same time what God's saying to do this month. Remember the Influencing the World Masterclass, DougEdison.com forward slash influence and the strategies from heaven, how to prosper in any season, DougEdison.com forward slash prosper. Hope you can be at those and I hope you stay safe and encouraged. God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.